0: Welcome to Beaver Tracks, a damn good podcast, bringing you inside the world of OSU admissions and providing you with a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in Beaver Nation. I'm Heather Wofford, the Senior Assistant Director of Multicultural Recruitment.
1: And I'm Amanda Price, Assistant Director of Resident Recruitment. Thanks for tuning in. Heather, what have you been up to today?
0: Oh, you know, just starting off the day with some light reading about how competitive our iconic competitors testing the resource partitioning in Great Basin Chipmunks. That's light reading? <laughs> what is that? That is actually one of the honors thesis from an Honors College student here at OSU.
1: Oh, how convenient, because today our
0: guest is from the Honors College. That is perfect. Our guest is Brittany, the Admissions and Curriculum Coordinator from the OSU Honors College. Welcome, Brittany.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Well, Brittany, this is a question that we ask every interviewee that comes, um, and also is probably one of the more important questions but where is your favorite place to get coffee on campus?
2: I completely agree. That is definitely a very important question. <laughs> My weakness is Dutch Bros Coffee. Mm-hmm. I go to Dutch Bros all the time. Like I spend way too much money at Dutch Bros. It is ridiculous. <laughs> but if it's, if it's a day where I don't really feel like walking all the way across campus, because it's like on the opposite side from where I work, I usually end up at the Java stop and, and the MU. What's your drink of choice? a blended white chocolate mocha with caramel added to it.
1: I like that. That is my kind of order. Nice.
2: That I'm not a coffee drinker, so I
0: don't know about that, but all I can say is Dutch Bros hot chocolate is where it's at for me on cold, rainy days, for sure. So I'm with you. Let's get some Dutch Bros. So now getting into more of our technical questions here. Um, Brittany, can you tell us a little bit about what is an honors college and how is it beneficial for students? We get that question a lot people are not quite
2: familiar with what an honors
0: college really is.
2: That is a fantastic question. And probably the most uh, common question that we get is what is the honors college? Uh, So honors colleges are going to be different depending on the university or college that you are looking into because every honors college is structured differently based on the context that they're within. So here at OSU, Uh, Our Honors College is a small community of students within the large public research university that OSU is. So we have a community of about uh, 1,700 students. So we're relatively small. Uh, And the idea is that we try to provide the sort of small private college feel within the context of OSU. So students have the benefit of the smaller community, some smaller classes, Um, some really unique connections with faculty within the opportunities that they have from OSU on such a grand scale.
0: That's awesome. Great explanation and very helpful. I think one of the other questions that we get a lot is if students can be in any other major while they're part of an Honors College at OSU, because like you said, it varies between universities.
2: Yeah, so students can be in any undergraduate major at OSU and be in the Honors College. So the curriculum requirements for the Honors College and the thesis requirement are designed so that they're flexible enough to be adaptable to students of any major. So you can also double major, you can add minors, you could change your major halfway through or change your major six or seven times as one of our most popular student ambassadors has done. Uh, um, so students have a lot of options, um, when it comes to what they're doing at OSU and still be able to be in the Honors College, even if they change their mind part way through. That's awesome.
0: Well, Brittany,
1: we'll be talking to one of your students next about what they love about the OSU Honors College, but what's your favorite thing about it? Or maybe a story that you have from your time at working in the Honors College?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it's, it's, I have a particularly unique Uh, experience because I was actually a student in the Honors College before I graduated and then was hired full-time. So I have I've seen sort of both sides of the coin Um, and I think my favorite part still remains the same even after being a staff member. It's just how accessible all of our staff and our faculty are to our students. As a student I experienced this and then now as a staff member I get to see it happening for other students when students have concerns, or they need help with something, or they have really fantastic ideas because students are so smart. They can come in and talk to an advisor, they can talk to a staff member, they can talk to deans, they can just walk in and say, hey, is the dean available to chat? Um, And it's it's amazing to see that students can just come in and talk to people uh, who are so important to the college and so involved in the college, just whenever they want. And our deans try really hard to make themselves available for students to make themselves available, not just for events like lunch with the dean or dinner with the deans. Um, but just if they're if they happen to be in the office and a student comes in and wants to chat, they're totally willing to just go chat with the student about whatever it is they want to chat about. And that is really amazing to me and really important for the students.
1: Yeah, I love that accessibility.
2: I know all the professors are amazing, but do you have
1: a particular person or professor that you loved working with the most?
2: Yes, so my, my favorite honors faculty member is uh, Tom Beatty. Uh, right. When I was a student, yeah, when I was a student, he was my thesis mentor um, mm-hmm. and my favorite classes were through uh, him. I took a colloquia um, from him about autobiography uh, and memoir and sort of how those kinds of things are written and the context that they're written in um, And so that actually led to my idea for my thesis and then he was my thesis mentor for it. And now I get to work with him as a faculty member because I schedule courses in the Honors College. So I schedule his classes. He's also uh, involved with the Honors Curriculum, uh, not the curriculum, sorry. (laughs) He's also involved with the um, Honors College Admissions Committee and uh, the process that we have for reviewing applications. And so I get to work with him now on a different level. And he's one of my favorite people at the entire university. Um, he's fantastic to work with and he's hilarious and he's just a really good friend as well.
1: That's great. So have you finished your own autobiography? Is it written?
2: No, it's not. Oh. Um, but I actually, I did that for my, my thesis. I did mm-hmm. a small sort of like portion of what an autobi- autobiography might be uh, kind of in memoir style. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really fun. It was a really fun thing to do. That's great, thanks. That's awesome. Whenever I print a lot of things, I just
0: tell people I'm printing my memoirs. So, you know, <laughs> they'll be ready to go soon for people to read. <laughs> really? Well, you kind of mentioned it a little bit is, um, you know, that there's a process to applying for the Honors College and there's a review for those applications. So, that's mm-hmm. a quick breakdown of what the requirements are for applying to the Honors College.
2: Yeah, so students have to uh, be eligible to apply. um, And and the eligibility requirements are a 3.75 unweighted high school GPA or a 1300 on the SAT or a 27 on the ACT. Um, And that is an or system. Students do not need to have multiples of those. They only need to have one. Um, And this year in particular, with everything going on with COVID-19, We are very sensitive to the fact that students have had a really hard time with a lot of aspects of school and testing. Um, So for this upcoming year, we are um, particularly attuned to that and we are open to uh, granting exceptions to those minimums if students are in situations where they were not able to access testing um, facilities during this time or if for their own personal reasons they were not able to go take the test even if the test was available. Um, So this year in particular, we are very sensitive to that, and we are open to having students come tell us, you know, I think I would probably meet the requirement, but this happened because of this, and I can't now. Um, So we're very open to that, and we're open to doing exceptions for that this year. Um, So if you hear (laughs) concerns about that from students, let them know. They just need to reach out to us, and we're more than willing to chat with them. Um, But the basic process is that students should meet that minimum um, or reach out to us if they have concerns Um, and then they're eligible to apply to the Honors College and the the Honors College application is a section of the OSU application, Um, so all they have to do is just fill that out there and answer the questions that we have um, and submit their application.
1: I know a part of the admissions application for the Honors College includes your essay prompt and the 2021 one is out now on your website. And I love what you do. I love that there's a quote or an idea that students have to respond to as opposed to some of those cookie cutter college essays about what community service you've done. So I know the quote for this year was, I try to show what it is about language and music that enthralls because I think those are the two elements of poetry by Rita Dove and you're asking students to examine how two parts work together to make an outcome that is uniquely meaningful or important. Can you talk more about that prompt and then maybe uh, draw on from past essays and give students an idea of how to write the essay? What what are you looking for?
2: Yeah, that's a very common question that we get. Uh, So one of the favorite things that I have about the, the essay prompts that we get is we get some really interesting responses. Uh, And we also get responses that are so informative. Uh, Like we've had a variety of of topics over the years. We've asked students to combine um, things that don't seem like they're related, but actually are, and then they have to explain to us how they're actually related. Um, We've had students tell us about um, two people whose works have influenced each other and how they've influenced each other. And I have learned so much by reading their essays. And that is amazing to me. I love that part. Um, This year's prompt is actually really interesting because it kind of ties with the interdisciplinary thinking um, that comes with being at the Honors College at OSU. Um, One of our goals is to promote interdisciplinary thinking and um, ideas and so that's kind of one of the things that this prompt lends itself to is students can choose something that they're interested in, something that shows their character, and then show how there's two things in that that work together really well. Um, And so I'm anticipating some really interesting responses to this that are gonna be really telling for a student's personality and their interests, but also be really interesting on our side because we'll get to read about perspectives that we had never thought about before. Um, And I really love that aspect of, of going through these applications and reading the essays. Um, And the second part of your question was about advice, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, So the biggest piece of advice that I can give is read the prompt very carefully and give yourself time to come up with your thoughts for how you're going to answer. Um, This is definitely something where we want your best writing and the focus here is more on the ideas and the critical thinking skills and the creative thinking process rather than whether your commas are in the right place. Um, it should definitely be your best writing and it should be polished writing and you should go through an edit before you submit it. But really what we're looking for is um, depth of thought. We want you to express your ideas well and we want you to have ideas that are well thought out and demonstrate your critical thinking skills. So we don't want to hear, um, you know, your necessarily your personal story in this particular essay. We want it to show a part of you because we're asking you to choose something that's important to you. But the idea is to showcase your critical thinking skills. And then the rest of the questions in the application will ask you about your personal experiences, about your community service, about your leadership. So really use this essay as a way to focus on what the prompt is specifically asking for.
0: Now that you work for the Honors College, did you go back and read your original Honors College essay? And how did you judge yourself on that writing?
2: Oh, my gosh, did I ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I am amazed that I was in the Honors College. <laughs> <laughs> the The system was actually a little bit different when I applied, but we did. We still had essay prompts. Um, we had actually had two Um, And so when I applied, um, one of the questions was about how uh, food reflects culture and to give an example of how food in our lives has reflected culture in our lives. And then the other one was about a TV show called Iconoclasts, which takes two people and puts them together where they discuss a topic and they are typically people who you wouldn't necessarily put in the same room to talk about that topic. Um, and (laughs) And I think for that one, I had chosen, um, I had picked Tyra Banks and, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter to be in the same room to talk about body image.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Those
2: are
1: two very good examples too. You have a model and then someone who grew up with uh, this famous bodybuilder father figure. Yeah. Yeah. I want
0: to read your essay. I'll find you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would admit you. I would admit you to the Honors College based on this this information we've received. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, um, Brittany, we're coming towards the end of our time here. So we have just a couple last questions. And one is just, you know, what general advice do you have for students going through the college search process? You talk to a lot of students each year. What What advice would you give them to make sure that they're prepared and feeling strong about
2: applying? Yeah, that's a good question. I think... The, the number one piece of advice I have is ask questions. Now is the time to ask questions. If you're not sure about what something is, you should ask. Um, ask questions until you're so tired of asking questions you never want to ask one again in your life uh, because now is the time that you should be learning all of the things that you might end up learning later that might have changed your mind. Um, you never know what you're going to learn um, until you start talking to people. So talk to people, ask those questions. When you go to events, don't just sit in the background and just listen to what they have to say. Go make yourself known, um, ask your questions because that can make a big difference. Um, Not only for you, but also you are talking to the people that you're going to be around if you choose to come here. Um, So they'll know you better, which will help you when you do go to whichever university you're gonna go to, it will help you make better connections while you're there which can open so many doors um, for research, for letters of recommendation, for on-campus jobs, um, so many things. So talk to people when you're at the events, go to the events, go to the Zoom calls, (laughs) go to all of the things that you can, and talk to all the people that you can, Um, because not only will it help you learn the things that you should know while you're making your choice, but it will help you in the long run for wherever you end up going.
0: I also encourage students to ask lots of questions, and then I give them Amanda's email address.
2: Thanks.
1: Each other. I'm there to support. Is there anything that happens in the honors college that we don't talk about very often? Like, are there any types of symposiums that are ha- you know conferences that students get to go to? Or,
2: um, well, we we try to have so many opportunities for students. Um, Under normal circumstances, we have um, study abroad programs, we have um, things like alternative study breaks for community service trips to other states or even other countries. Um, But even on a small scale, you know, I mentioned earlier, we have like lunch with the dean events. Um, We have alumni events where students can connect with alumni to learn more about, okay, what do you do after you graduate? (laughs) Because most students are really good at being students, but some of them have a hard time, you know, envisioning themselves after that. Um, So we have a few staff members specifically dedicated to uh, things that students can do outside the classroom, um, things that they can do for fun, things that they can do for um, career development skills, things they can do to plan for what they're doing after they graduate. Uh, Because the goal is not just to have students, you know, get good grades while they're in college. The goal is to set them up for long-term success. So that's another really important thing that a lot of students and parents are concerned about is, you know, okay, you have all these really cool opportunities for while I'm here, but how are you preparing me for afterwards? Um, And so we have a lot of events and workshops and classes uh, and opportunities for students to develop those skills and learn how to look for those resources, look for those opportunities and take advantage of those things. Great.
0: Brittany, you've been an awesome guest. And I know my next reading is going to be Brittany's memoirs from your thesis. That's going to be next (laughs) on my reading list. Um, Next up, we're going to talk with the current honor students. So we really appreciate your advice and wisdom from the professional staff standpoint. So thanks so much for being here. We look forward to seeing more in this fall.
2: Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun.
0: Thanks,
1: Brittany, so much for joining us. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with an Honors College student.
0: Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly.
1: And we're back. And joining us now is Esther. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Esther? Where are you from and what's your major?
3: So I am from Forest Oregon, about an hour and a half uh, north of Oregon State, and I am majoring in industrial engineering.
0: Perfect. So before we get into our hard-hitting interview questions, we have a little game that we want to play with you. So as you may know, OSU has over 400 student clubs and organizations. We're going to give you a few OSU clubs, and you tell us which one you think we made up today and which ones are the real ones. Does that sound good? (laughs) Yeah, perfect. So the first three are the Bass Fishing Club, the Horseshoe Club, or the Goat Club. Horseshoe Club. That's correct. Ding oh ding ding. Gosh. We do not have a horseshoe club. We do have lots of equestrian themed clubs, but we do not have one specific to horseshoeing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All
1: right, next three. So we have the Unicycle Club, the Hammocking Club the checker club uh ooh, the last one wow you are very good at this on <laughs> yes. fire i know we don't have a checker club we do have a chess club but if anyone out there is listening and wants to start a checker club
0: you will be the first member <laughs> nice and then our third and final round we have the star trek club the amateur radio club or the blacksmithing club is the first one. That's right, you are 100%. That's why you're an honors college student, Esther. You're we do have a Star Wars club, but we don't have a Star Trek club. So I feel like there's, you know, the balance needs to be brought forward to the universe and someone needs to make a Star Trek club so we can oh be- Oh my gosh.
3: Yeah, I know the last one because um, one of my professors mentioned the blacksmithing club. So I kind of knew that that one was around at OSU. It sounds like nice
0: i thought for sure that was gonna be the one that tricked you because <laughs> that's thing. so but that's hilarious
1: yeah i'm truly impressed yeah i would have gotten all of those wrong and in fact i did when we played this earlier
0: oh my <laughs> gosh
1: yeah well the unicycle
3: one i was like i've seen a lot of students actually in unicycles there has to be a club
0: <laughs> there are a shocking number of unicycles oh. Yeah, <laughs> on campus during the year, it's always oh impressive. My gosh. <laughs>
1: For sure, I mean
0: there are so many random
1: modes of transportation. There's, right? I don't know, what the skateboard is with the one wheel. What's that called?
3: Oh yeah, I have no idea. But a lot of my guy friends are just like
0: that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pumped. Rollerblading is making a comeback. Rollerblades yeah. rise. So yeah, you into that? <laughs> that's great. Okay, well, Esther, get, getting back to the hard-hitting
1: question, <laughs> what made you interested in applying to the Honors College?
3: Yeah, Um. so I come from a small town. Forest Grove is a relatively small town, um, and so I acknowledged that I thrived in an environment that had kind of a small community setting, but at the same time, I wanted the college experience that you see in movies where it's like a big university and there's football games and there's like a bunch of other stuff and you grow as a person and I I applied to the honors college because I felt like I could get the best of both worlds at OSU if I went there. OSU is it's a mid-sized public uh, research institution so there's a lot of things uh, like a lot of the clubs we just mentioned um, but I I also wanted small class sizes and I wanted a small community and so That's why I decided to apply, and I am very happy I did.
0: (laughs) I always love that about the Honors College, that it really has this, like, duality to it of, you know, the big school, you have all of those things, but then you also have these small breakouts and really small class sizes, and all the Honors College students seem to know each other, you know, because it does Yeah,
3: Yeah,
0: and to add to
3: that, too, I'm a very indecisive person, and I tell parents and students every time I give them presentations that it's I feel like it's very unfair to ask an 18 year old what you want to do for the rest of your life and where do you want to be for the next four years and as an indecisive student I felt like Oregon State had a, like a plethora of majors if I wanted to switch which spoiler alert I did end up switching majors um, <laughs> and but at the same time it's it's still the honors college still had a good community small community feeling so it worked perfectly for an indecisive student like myself.
0: <laughs> when we were talking to Brittany, she mentioned that one of the honors college students had switched majors, what, Amanda, like eight or nine times or yes. something like that? Yes. Oh so my gosh. Like, maybe you only switched once. Yeah. I asked,
3: so I know the student, uh, she was an ambassador, and she asked about it like so nonchalant. She's like, yeah, I like switch," and then I switched again, and I was just like, I, I could not deal with that. But yeah, it's, it's it's crazy
0: <laughs> i'm sure that gives all the parents anxiety thinking kids switching majors that many times <laughs> yeah but she still decide. graduated
3: in four years so that's
0: impressive <laughs> that is very impressive
1: yeah, yeah. so maybe that's well, a is- release the panic for parents like okay but yeah. she still did it she
0: yeah did still got through go osu yep that's right making it through in four So besides those small classes and some of the other things that you mentioned that you loved about the Honors College, what do you feel has been the biggest benefit for you being an Honors College student at OSU?
3: Definitely the thesis process. I am so in love with the work I did and so in love with the people I met uh, while I was working on my thesis process. Um, I've met like so many inspiring professors and mentors and students. And I think that because the Honors College, you know, I mean, it's a requirement in order to get your honors baccalaureate degree, but because they gave me all those resources to really find what I wanted to do, I think has been the biggest benefit. I think one of the important things is that the Honors College does not put a hard, like, topic you're supposed to pick. It doesn't have to be in your major. it really gave me the opportunity to realize what I am really passionate about. And it's, it's been an amazing experience that even though I defended my thesis my sophomore year, it's something that I've still been reaping the benefits of even like years later as I enter my senior year.
1: Yeah, you defended your thesis your sophomore year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's amazing oh my gosh I'm very impressed
0: okay so do you mind telling us what your thesis was because we were looking through them on the website and there are so many interesting topics so I'm interested yeah you- yeah so like I
3: mentioned before um I like to talk about you know my major and how it connects to my thesis actually um so my thesis was under the college of education um but as I mentioned before I'm an engineering student um and so the major I am in essentially kind of focuses on the optimization and efficiency of a system and industrial engineering is very much correlated with the manufacturing industry more recently the healthcare industry how can we figure out you know minimizing costs minimizing time minimizing queue time um but I wasn't really really never really interested in those systems the system I really wanted to focus on was the education system um I had my K through 12 education here in Oregon as a minority low income student and I noticed the discrepancies in our system uh, coming from that background and I wanted to focus on that. I am very solution oriented and so instead of, you know, looking at the issues, I wanted to look at a potential solution. And so my thesis was looking at community programs as a bridge to connect minority parents and teachers in Oregon. And what exactly my work focused on is figuring out ways how we could better optimize relationships between parents and teachers because in the end if we can really foster a solid relationship it's just going to better help the students and at the end it's just going to better the system as a whole and so
1: that is kind of what
3: i focused on and i focused on um this was all thanks to a um department of education grant that oregon state university received And so uh, there was, I think, gonna be three cohorts and I focused on the second cohort and the stuff that I recommended or kind of the objectives I recommended that the next cohort should focus on was actually used. So I am very happy that I was actually able to um, kind of give pointers of how to effectively um, optimize this relationship. And more recently, I'm currently working on Um, a workshop, a technology workshop for parents, uh, for minority parents. During this time, due to COVID, a lot of our students are working remotely. um, And um, our teachers got trained on how to use platforms like Canvas or Google Classroom. Um, The students got trained by the teachers, but no one trained our parents. And so um, I am using what I've learned in my thesis, what I've learned in literature, um, to kind of plan a workshop for that in the coming weeks. So yeah.
1: That's fantastic. I was just going to say that would be a compelling sequel if something admits the COVID world. Yeah. You know, how to work in that environment. Yeah. yeah. Sure you're doing it. <laughs> again, why you're the Honors College student and I was just a general student. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, were you, did you live in West or Sackett or any of the Honors College residence halls? or a living Yes.
3: Yes, I did. Um, I loved, lived, I lived in Sackett um, and I will be honest um i was when I got accepted into the honors college, I was really surprised I got accepted um i didn't something I love about the honors college is that i mean you know right now um because of COVID, you know, testing is not—it's um, hard to come by right now. Um, but before that, even the honors college was, uh, said the one of the requirements is you either have the GPA or the test score. I did not have the test score, but I did have the GPA, um, and I still didn't think. When I got accepted, I was just—I I was just in shock, and so I was very nervous. Um, you know, um, I was thinking, you know, what if I'm not good enough? What if, you know, there's people around me that are so much better than me and Living in the uh, communities like Sackett and us living in Sackett, it was just amazing. It was, I met people from different majors. Something I like strongly like tell students is like, if you're looking to get a college experience, living in one of these communities is helpful because you're not just surrounded by people as the same major as you. Um, You're surrounded by people from different majors, have, you know, different outlooks on life, but you guys are still united by the honors college community, the the, like my roommate, like already had a teaching assistant job by the end of the year. Um, another roommate already was like interning at a company in Portland by the end of the year too, like driving every Friday to Portland. And it's like, you know, you're surrounded by a lot of motivated students that just push you to be better. And it's not, it's not that it's a competitive atmosphere. It's like, there's so much growth and so much wanting to, you know, be more that it, it pushed me to, um, like, Be a better student and be a better human and just uh, just overall an amazing experience like um, I strongly every time, you know, students ask do you like especially because there are like engineering dorms and stuff like that, you know, why not um, live in the engineering dorm instead and ultimately obviously it's up to the student, but I really, really liked my experience in the dorms for sure
1: apart from the academic component and obviously the growth and uh, inspiring each other, were there any fun elements of like activities you did together?
3: Yeah, um, I think a lot of the like the fun memories I have are the spontaneous ones where um, especially during like midterm season and stuff like that, all of us are like just trying to take a break and just going to go get frozen yogurt or going to I know like an event that all of us would go to would be midnight breakfast during dead week, which is we'd go and get, um, just take a break from studying and get some like waffles and build, it was like a build your own, um, like event, or build your own like waffle event and just taking a break. And I think something I strongly like vouch for is that yes, like college can be hard, but you need to set time like for yourself. And I feel like the Honors College does like acknowledge that and so there's like, even in the slug, which is the um, like student, um, like the slug stands for students learning underground, but it's um, kind of like the student lounge in the Honors College. There is like food there, there's events there typically because, you know, we, they still acknowledge that we're still students and kind of need to take a break and there's importance in kind of putting time aside for yourself that um, I think that's been the most important thing. I feel like I've been more reminded that I should take, take care of myself through the Honors college above anyone else, um, just because they're like, all right, like go watch a movie now with like the Honors college or go do this instead And I'm like, okay, you're right, I'll go do that. <laughs> so it's really been kind of like the like the small things, honestly that has really kind of given me the opportunity to just take advantage of the Honors college even more
0: awesome I always love hearing all the different things that students are involved with in the residence halls because I can remember those spontaneous events when you're just there and things come up it's like what makes the best part of living on campus is just being able to hang out with your friends and do all those random things together so that's definitely a blast so Esther a lot of times when we're talking with high school students and we mentioned the honors college in their head the first thing they picture is only being able to do like honors English or honors geography, things that are really similar to what they find at their high schools, but really the honors college has much more depth in terms of the honors classes. Like I was looking at some earlier today, there's multicultural American theater, there's from Atlantis to utopia, so many interesting topics. So what was your favorite honors class that you've taken so far?
3: Yeah. Um, I won't tear up about this, but um, my favorite class I took, um, and I'm taking to this this um, this coming term, so it might be, it might change, but it was called Technology in the Good Life. Um, and it was um, it was my favorite um, because it, it really made me think of where it came from. Um, so kind of for background, uh, the reason I chose this class was because it was taught by an industrial engineering professor. And he's currently in the midst of writing a book of technology and the good life, you know, defining what is technology and defining what is a good life. And, um, throughout the term, we read literature, um, of defining each of those entities. Um, and the final project was writing an essay about, um, technology and the good life and whether technology led to the good life or didn't lead to the good life. And, um, I decided to write about my grandma's business. So my mom um, comes from a small town in Mexico, um, and I believe that my mom or my grandma was one of the first like technology entrepreneurs of her time because um, you know um, it was a tortilla maker, and um, tortillas are very prevalent in Latin American culture, um, and it was in a time where you know it. It was kind of a patriarchy, kind of um, just a lot of women belonged in the kitchen and women shouldn't, you know, be dealing with technology and stuff like that. And so my mom or my grandma had a tortilla making business and she decided to buy a tortilla maker Um, and it caused a lot of issues in her family. Her husband was like, how dare you buy this? You cannot, you shouldn't do this. Um, And my grandma stood her ground and... Um, all that money that she generated, created or fed into more of my grandpa's addiction and, um, just, uh, abuse towards his family. And, um, and even though all that happened, I still argued that 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 piece of technology, that tortilla maker still brought the good life for my mom because through that, Uh, profit. My mom was, uh, my grandma gave my mom money so she could go to law school and so she could go to college. And, um, that gave my mom hope. And, um, you know, she came to the U S and she met my dad and, you know, there's a happy ending to it. Um, but it was really raw and it really opened like up a lot of information I didn't know because I interviewed my mom for it. And, when I finished the essay, it you know, my mom started crying, and it's I'm not gonna cry, but it was it was very eye-opening, and it was and if if it wasn't for the honors college or that class, you know, I wouldn't really get to learn more about my mom's um, upcoming or upbringing, and um, it was just an amazing like. It was just amazing to really learn about how my mom through adversity went through it and what my grandma did and what, you know, technology does have issues technology. Sometimes, you know, it it opened up issues for my mom's family, but because of that income, my mom was able able to go to school and my mom was able to have a roof over her head. And it was just, it was, I love that class. I'll talk about that class all day. It was just an amazing, experience. And it and it, it brought me peace, if anything. And so it, it, was, it was amazing. I mean, other people, and the beautiful thing about it is that, I mean, I just wrote about my family, you know, other people wrote about, you know, vaccines and how the technology behind that. Other people wrote about artificial intelligence. Um, so you really get to learn about different experiences. And it was just a small group of like 12 of us. So all of us really got to like discuss and like think about things. And so it was that hands down has been my favorite class i'm looking forward i'm taking a humanizing science class kind of the blend of humans and science which i'm super interested in um as a industrial engineer that kind of want to focus wants to focus with people um i'm very interested in to see how science and humans can really kind of blend in so i'm really looking forward to that class um and so Yeah, the technology and the good life, the best class I've ever taken. I strongly recommend students to take that class. It was, it was hands down just, uh, it it was more of experience than a class. Like if I ever, if I ever talk to someone about my college experience, I'll I'll talk about how I just learned more about myself through that class. It was definitely an amazing experience.
0: I was almost crying during that. That was so inspiring, that was such an incredible story and thanks for sharing that with us. And it's just a great example of like what college is meant to do for people, right? It's to um, expand their knowledge and expand their experiences and all that. So thanks so much for sharing on that.
1: Yeah, no problem, I I loved it. (laughs) Very powerful. So our final question is what advice would you give to a student who isn't sure that they should apply to the Honors College?
3: Yeah, that's a good question, because I was in that same boat. Um, I think that it's super scary, especially with, you know, students that are high achievers, and so kind of compare themselves to um, not thinking they're able to be good enough, and, you know, like, having imposter syndrome, because I was there, and I, I relate to that so hard, but you... Don't make any of the shots that you don't decide to shoot. And so if you apply, you never you at least have a chance to potentially get in. Um and so that is one thing. Just looking at the statistically from an industrial engineering point of view, applying is amazing, right? Just statistically speaking. But in more of a realistic point, just more of a human point. It's an amazing experience Um, coming into the Honors College. I only thought, you know, oh, it'll look good on my resume. It'll 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 be good to get internships or for graduate school, which is true. I mean, it does help, but it's just much more than that. I think that my collegiate experience has been greatly shaped by being part of the Honors College Um, from being able to go to conferences at Harvard or being able to present my work that is my thesis is essentially like being able to say my story as well as a minority student in the education system and being able to meet a lot of amazing people that I know I will still keep in contact with. Like that's worth it. I think, I think when people think about applying to the honors college, they just think more of the, um, superficial stuff more of like kind of like the top part of it um what they don't realize is just come not the impact I mean I didn't realize it and I still believe that there's still more to come more opportunities to come on behalf of that but I think just kind of keeping just kind of keeping in your head like who you want to be around and what kind of like positive energy you want to bring and the honors college definitely brings that and so you should definitely apply um, from a statistical point of view and just from uh, 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 wanting to be a, uh, a better person. I think it's, it's just an amazing opportunity.
0: Esther, I think I speak for both Amanda and I that we are thoroughly impressed with you, <laughs> uh, like just blown away with the work that you're doing and, and all of that with your thesis, so the classes that you're taking, so incredible. Um, and this brings us to a wrap on the Honors College if you're interested in Honors College at Oregon State, you can find more information online at honors.oregonstate.edu. You can find past thesis projects, list of classes, contact information if you want to get in touch with some of the staff with your questions. So definitely check them out online. And be sure to join us next time to learn more about OSU. It will be a damn good time.
1: Esther, can we get a go beams? <laughs>
0: yes, go beams. <laughs> go beams.
2: Thanks so much!